0: We take the Lord's Supper believing that our Savior brings blessing and true spiritual nourishment through the Supper to those who receive the Supper only by faith. The Lord's Supper becomes an effectual means of blessing and spiritual nourishment, but only by the blessing of Christ and by the working of the Spirit in those that by faith receive the Supper. Faith in Christ is a saving grace whereby we receive and rest upon him alone for salvation as he has offered to us in the gospel. Therefore, the Lord's Supper is for believers only. We further believe that believers should be baptized upon their profession of faith and be members of a gospel preaching church unless in transitory circumstances before they partake of the supper with us here in this particular congregation. If you have any questions about the supper or who should participate, uh, you're welcome to talk with one of our elders. Juice is provided for those who, for health or other reasons, cannot have wine. Juice is in the very center portion of the serving dishes, and wine is in the outer rings. Matthew Henry says this about the the Lord's Supper, and I encourage you to consider this in your own meditation in taking the supper today. He says, our Savior, having undertaken to make an offering of himself to God and procure by his death the remission of sins with all other gospel benefits for true believers, did, at the institution, deliver his body and blood with all the benefits procured by his death to his disciples and continues to do the same every time the ordinance is administered to true believers. This is here exhibited or set forth as the food of souls. And as food, though ever so wholesome or rich, will yield no nourishment without being eaten. Here the communicants are to take and eat, or to receive Christ and feed upon him. His grace and benefits, and by faith convert them into nourishment to their souls. They are to take Him as their Lord and life. They are to yield themselves up to Him and live upon Him. He is our life. We receive the Supper with this promise that Christ delivers to our souls in the taking of this by faith, That he delivers to our souls true nourishment. But this meal that Christ prepares for us, however nourishing it is, will be of no use to you unless you feed upon him. And you bring your remembrance of him and his work to this supper. And I encourage you, as you feed upon this spiritual meal, that you feed yourself upon what we can call, what Paul calls the first fruits of salvation, the first tastes of salvation. Feed yourself upon the benefit of regeneration and the benefit of justification. Feed yourself with these and marvel. Feed yourself upon adoption and upon sanctification. Feed yourself with this benefit procured for you by the offering of our Savior in His own death, this benefit of the assurance of God's love. Assured to you here in this supper, peace of conscience is yours. Joy in the Holy Spirit is yours. Increase of grace, perseverance to the end, first fruits, the beginning of salvation's harvest. But I want to encourage you as you take the supper today, if you would also feed yourself, feed your soul with contemplation upon salvation's full harvest. For even in this supper, your Lord directs you to feed, not just upon salvation's first fruits, but upon the full, but upon the full harvest of salvation because we proclaim His death until He comes. We proclaim this. We proclaim His death until the day of His return. Even in the institution of this supper and every time we take it, it comes to us, we feed upon these things with the Lord giving us this assurance that He will return right on time. Dear saints, feed your soul with these things as we remember Christ.